Hey everybody, I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it, all right? Now that being said, enjoy the show. Well, as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. To the paper jam. Yeah, let's do the paper jam. To the paper jam. Nothing's real, the money's fake. To the paper jam. I said do the paper jam. To the paper jam, oh baby, to the paper jam. And welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast, where every week we use a paper trading platform to randomly move our fake money from one stock to the next. Though the money is fake, our emotions are still very real. I'm Mike Morrissey, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kenny Gray. Hey, my name is Bingle the Clown, and uh, hey, Mike, how you doing? Uh, I'm Santa Claus. No, Mike, <laughs> were you fooled, listeners? Mike wanted me to try and fool you. I had a feeling that people were going to be fooled. Do you I, think we fooled anybody? I don't know. I don't think so. Do you I think, think when people think about the show, they know that I do it every single time? Or do you think it's like a, a thing where like, in hindsight, they're like, does he do it every time? Yeah, yeah, I guess he does. Yeah, I don't know if it's something that they notice, like you said, but they're, they're def- I don't know if we even noticed it, but I know that when I once came back from the break, we oh, both yeah. were like, oh, yuck, <laughs> I don't normally do that. Something is wrong here. I don't really like that. Um, well, you, you best make damn sure that I do. I make a point to do it every episode. It's written on the notes that I do it. I got to tell you, you just pointed at me and it's a whole lot more intense because <laughs> we've been doing it over Zoom for so long and now I'm sitting what I would describe as two feet away from you. <laughs> It's so intense. It's very, as soon as I was talking, I was like, wow. I was like, I just in my head was like, I think another podcast, they don't sit this close. We are like, <laughs> we're uh, really close. We're really close. <laughs> I'm going to move mine over. No, like get closer, Bobby. I feel like it'd be more fun if I'm, yeah, I'm going to get I'm underneath the couch. Yeah. <laughs> At one point in the show, I might, my, my wire is pretty long. I might crawl under the couch. Well, <laughs> So again, everyone's probably excited because what the hell are you? Where, where the hell are we? It's a little game of Carmen San Diego. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> well, 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 we were just discussing. We our seltzer is the worst or worst beverage to bring into an environment where you need to talk. Yeah, like it, it's really better to just have a glass of water while we're doing yes. this podcast. But I cannot stop drinking seltzers, those boobles. Because I feel like, yeah, you're like you go in a long talk <laughs> about like. So the thing with Nike is an in. Well, why don't you go, Ken? And then you have a second to be like, <sighs> and then it's like, but then yeah, you get the bubbly and. Yeah. But Ken, where are we? Are we in San Diego? Are we in Colorado? Uh, I'll get that in a second. I just want to call, <laughs> when you feel a burp coming on as you're speaking, that should be called an ingrown burp. <laughs> an ingrown Beneath burp. Beneath the surface, working its way up. I feel like on this show, there's a lot of like Ingrown us, burps. Ingrown burps. <laughs> of like, God forbid we filmed the show and, and show people what's happening. And, and, and yeah, sometimes you'll do the finger on the camera. Uh, and I'm assuming we'll edit it later and we don't, but yeah, there's a lot of like us going on rants. I can always tell when you have an ingrown burp. (laughs) Well, I'm in sunny, actually not sunny, overcast Los Angeles. Hell fucking yeah, baby. Uh, I also got to not drink seltzer on the mic, but yeah, you're in sunny Los Angeles. Ken, how have you, you've been here for a few days now. I want to say that we're, we're being very responsible in things we're doing. We, I really haven't seen you all that much, but 
I love I love having you in Los Angeles as a like sometimes I'm assuming like you'd be here and I'd see you every single day and we're doing everything together. I've seen you very little, but it's been so, so exciting. Like we, we, I watched a Patriots game the other day and you came over and then you heard we were going to the farmer's market. We met up at the farmer's market for a little while. That's there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I had, one, I had one while you were talking. <laughs> I'm going on these rants. I'm using my hands. I'm like moving my body around and making the bubbles, but I've seen you at a, such an infrequent pace, which is, which is so obscure because I feel like I either see you a lot in small chunks. I've been loving having you just like nearby, like doing mm-hmm. your own thing and then like popping in and out of like how how simple it is. Like when we 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 went we we took our gals to the the farmers market the other day. That was nice. And then just like I was going to meet you and got a coffee and then I was like, I should call Kenny a second, but then you were already walking on the sidewalk toward me. I was like, this is so fun. This is so great. It's been, yeah. I mean, previous times I've been here, it's just been me for like a few days alone. And, you know, I'm crashing with you or we're doing yeah. like doing the podcast or something. Um, and I'm busy. You know, I have something. I'm there to do something. And then, you know, I'm free to hang out. But this time, like, I'm here for like two and a half weeks. And um, my uh, fiance, Moira, is here with me. And so we've just been hanging out not to, I've seen you a lot, but it's nice to like, be like, oh, I'm not hanging out with Mike all, all the time. It yeah. has, you know what? It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's more because I'm here with Moira and we're enjoying our time. Uh, when she's gone, buddy, we strap in. Yeah. Yeah, baby. No, but yeah, it is nice of like, uh, I always love when you're here and and you're, you stay in on the, on the, now that you're here and you've seen my pullout couch slash bed, when I, you first saw it on Zoom, you were kind of ripping on it and saying it looked like shit. But now that you're now that you're kind of here, you you've stayed in this room once in a while. Are you coming around to my sofa bed? Yeah, it was the lighting on Zoom. Yeah, I, it went only seeing this there were no room. pillows either, so it looked like it was at a jail cell. Yeah, it it had like that like classic sort of like empty dorm room look, mm-hmm. and so um, you know Zoom isn't flattering to Zoom isn't flattering to something cute like this. Yes, thanks. It's very it's very cute. Well, <clears throat> you're in Los Angeles, and I would be remiss if I didn't ask you to share your story. You've already had some celebrity sightings. I have a lot of people visit Los Angeles, and they say all I want to do is see a celebrity. And I feel like I've seen a ton, but a lot of times people come and they don't see anybody. But you saw, you've seen a ton, but you saw one that I was very excited about. Okay, so. Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So. Uh, okay, so I am. I want to preface this. I'm the kind of guy that's also good at spotting animals in wilderness. Of course, uh, in wilderness, and like when I'm riding my bike on the bike trail in like Massachusetts, like I'll, I'll like, oh, a deer. I like, I'll see animals. Purple finch. Yeah, purple finch. Seen them all the time. Great yeah. flavored. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I'm pretty adept. But I'm I I have this problem too where like. Whenever I see a celebrity, because I recognize them because there aren't a bunch of celebrities in Boston, I instantly assume I must know them because that's like, yeah, yeah. I'm used to that pattern of like, why do I recognize that? I think my my most uh, famous story of that is I just stared at Lin-Manuel Miranda in the airport for, I would say like 15 minutes, being like, is this guy from like Peacock Players? How do I know him? <laughs> is he, do I know him from high school? Like, uh, and then you're just staring at Lin-Manuel. But no, I saw today uh, getting tacos, John Heater. Napoleon Dynamite, the big one. That the was the one I was sh- I was shook by. And I saw the woman who plays who played Adriana in The Sopranos. Mm. Um, for those Sopranos nuts, uh, yeah, that, it was great. But John Heater, it took me a moment because he was wearing a baseball cap, but like he was walking around on a cell phone. He like, you know, 
Ingram burp. He looks like our friend. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like our friend Mike, you know? Uh, yes, yes, he does. Bish. Yeah, bish. <laughs> I also talked about his wife once on the show. Uh, uh, in the... Um, in the LinkedIn episode, we didn't do LinkedIn. Uh, what was it? ZipRecruiter. Anyway, uh, shit. But John Heater, he, like you, you just expect him to look like you're. You look at you probably see him. You're expecting Napoleon Dynamite, and then it's like, oh no, he's kind of a handsome guy. Yeah, I saw like talk show looking John Heater. You oh know? yeah, long hair, wearing an LA cap, puffy vest. Yeah, like very like weekend tacos. How vibe? How much Napoleon Dynamite or Blades of Glory money do you think he is like? Because he doesn't work as much anymore, and I think it's wow. intentional. I I am DB'd him. Ooh. to be like, what's he been up to, John Heater? Congratulations, quite, quite the children's animation voiceover. Oh career. yeah, he does a lot of that. I've uh, seen that. so many. Like since like it looked like since 2011, he's just been on fire doing that stuff. Damn, that's um, got to be not. That's a, I feel like that's a really nice lifestyle. You you make your own. You make your own movie. It's exactly what you wanted to be. Then you do the, the Will Ferrell huge fucking movie. Then you do a couple bench warmers or whatever it is. Then you're like, all right, you know what? Where is this going? I'm just gonna live in Silver Lake and my house that I bought. I'll do a voiceover in a box every few months and just fucking eat tacos at Homestead in Silver Lake. Yeah, and it looks like every Los now and then too, like every few years he's making a short or like something he's acting in. So he's living that he like, you know, it must be tough. Must be it must be a, cur- a blessing and a curse to have done something that big so early. Yeah. Yeah. And when well, you saw him and you said, hey, Napoleon, and hugged him, right? No, I realized, too, like, because Moira is so good at being like, they're just people. Yeah. Like, I, the, the biggest one I ever had, we talked about this because it was when I was on in New York, Ingram Burp. Um, <laughs> These Ingram Burps are disgusting. I, 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 when I saw the singer from LCD Sound System, that was a true, like, I'm going to stand across the street and stare at him. Who? who? James Murphy. Um, he's, the, he's that, the guy who wrote the song Dance Yourself Clean and like... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. From um, LCD. LCD Sound System. Yeah, I just love his stuff. I just was like, just across the street staring, I, watching him eat ice cream. I feel like everybody's got, like in the in Friends, like the list of five, the, Ross and Rachel have the like, it's five celebrities that if you ever meet with them, you're allowed to like cheat on your girlfriend or you're cheat mm-hmm. on your boyfriend and sleep with them. I feel like everyone's allowed like one or two celebrities where it's like, the, 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 the oh, I saw Tobey Maguire at the Bagel Place. I lay. Everyone likes Tobey Maguire, but I'm not going to be like, "Hey, I love your movies," because I right. I don't. I I, they, I enjoy <laughs> them, but like whatever. Hey, but you suck. Yeah, but um, well, I have seen Aubrey Plaza in person, and I didn't say anything. But I don't know. I feel like everyone's got a, a like one or two <laughs> of like, I'm just going to tell you I love your stuff because you're. If I saw John Mayer, I would say something. Yeah, uh, I I think I would because because that's one where it's just like. It's not just like oh, me saying to Tom McGuire, I love your movies. Like it, it's like I, I genuinely have a wealth of knowledge and it is and it has had a huge impact on me. I'd have something to say if you if you gave me the time of day. But my last question about John Heater, these tacos were they beef, chicken, or something else? Mike, I have no idea <laughs> what segue it's you're trying beyond to do. my comprehension oh, it's impossible to put my finger on it because mike 40 weeks ago we started with ten thousand dollars of fake money on a paper trading platform in every single movie every single movie movie <laughs> movie, movie, my <laughs> movie my movie my movie my movie my my movie my movie my movie every single movie that we've invested in week we randomly moved from one stock to the next last week our money was in nike and this week our money is in beyond beef 
Damn, beef. <laughs> I thought you were going to yeah. burp. Oh, no, that, that baby was grown. Damn, beef. Damn. You need the pop of those lips. Beyond beef. Oh. The company is technically beyond meat. Beyond beef. Beyond, beyond meat. Beyond oh, it is beyond meat. It's beyond meat. Uh, and Mike, beyond meat, beyond meat, beyond meat, beyond meat. Uh, little sneak preview of the Patreon. We just ate um, some of the KFC Beyond Meat chicken nuggets. Oh boy, what an experience that was. If you want to hear our review, Ingrown Burp, of... If you're wondering why there's so many ingrown burps, it's not all just because of the because well, we of the invest in fucking bubbly water, <laughs> fucking boobly water. Give a burrow storm. These uh, things think. But on our Patreon, we'll talk about how, what we thought about those KFC Beyond Meat nuggets. Mike, I want to know. Yep. Since we have the time here, we have tons of time. I want to know how you feel about fake meat. We're starting with the big one, and then I'm going to narrow some questions in. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. Um, is well, first question: Is there an impossible? So we we found it was funny that in the top 100, and 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 uh, understandably so, Beyond Meat is one of the top 100 publicly traded stocks. Uh, it's interesting because it's just <laughs> there's a lot of ingrown burps over there, uh, uh, and I feel one coming on myself. Uh, <laughs> we um, gotta stop drinking this. It's <laughs> <I've> got <laughs> seltzer. It's killing me. I have water. Maybe at the break we'll get some water or some I fucking juice or something. Seltzer. <laughs> You've already had three. I've only had two. <laughs> um, no, but so uh, drinking toilet but, water. Yeah, <laughs> lap, just lapping it up. Is there uh, so Beyond Meat is obviously a top one hundred public traded company because you're you're it's better for the environment. More people are going to plant based diets, but they miss that kind of meat sensation. Uh, so beyond beef, beyond meat is a top 100 company is, um, is impossible like a company. No, the, the reason beyond meat was such a to do, um, maybe five years ago or whenever it went public, um, was that beyond meat was the first, uh, you know, plant-based meat alternative company to go public. Mm. Uh, there's obviously other brands like Morningstar that have had products, yeah, yeah. but beyond meat was the first big company to go public. Okay. And impossible so, is soon to have an IPO. Are Impossible and Beyond Meat similar? There's one huge differenti differentiating factor, which is that Impossible has a process that mimics blood. So it's called heme. It's a red heme, uh, heme is a naturally heme is mm -hmm. what makes blood red. And it's found in plants as well. Mm. So they're able to synthesize heme from plants. And so when you cook impossible burgers, they start out red. And as you cook them, the color changes <clears throat> to become and more brown, become more, more brown. And then like, if you like have a burger and it's still like a little raw in the center, it's like a raw burger. And it has mm. a really, it has that sort of metallic, um, beef, uh, beyond like regular beef flavor. I know what I weirdly know what you mean by the metallic flavor. I don't know what it is, but that, that beyond doesn't have, but beyond, uh, beyond is really great because they also mimic texture, taste and like color. Yeah. I mean, so, and, and a last question, I'm not answering your question. I'm just keep going back to ones that you had. I remember years ago, I lived in New York and you went to either Seattle or Los Angeles and you were like vegan at the time. 
and you were like, I had this, I think it was possible, but you were like, I had this fake burger and it bleeds like real meat and it tasted like real meat. That was the first time I'd ever heard about any of this. Do you remember the experience? Really? That was the first time you never heard about like fake meat? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I mean, like veggie burgers and shit. Like that was the first time I heard about like, there is this, not synthetic, there is this fake meat going out, out there right now that bleeds like a real burger and it tastes like real meat from my friend who had been a vegan for a year, a year, a year or a few years. And was like, I haven't had anything close since this. And this was it. Yeah. What was that? So that was Dave Chang of Momofuku noodle bar. Got it. Has been a really cool, um, champion investor of uh, new food tech, I guess is what it's called. Yeah. Like he's an investor and distributor, I think of those athletic brewing company beers. Like oh he's, yeah. He's yeah. been getting those non-alcoholic beers into restaurants um, uh, he was the first person to premiere impossible meat at a restaurant at Momofuku Nishi in Soho. And yeah. I just happened to be there. Oh, and like, yeah. I was one of those things where I was newly <laughs> vegan and you're Googling, Hey, good places to get vegan, vegan food in New food. York. Mm-hmm. Because when I was first vegan, the Mecca for it was New York city, mm-hmm. um, for veganism. So that's that's my credential. I was vegan for four four to five years ish, vegetarian for seven. Yeah, um, all in. But yeah, that's where I got that. Mm-hmm. But it was great. Ingrown burp. I was, <laughs> I was like, I was going to do a little ingrown burp there. People are going to get sick of that. Um, but yeah, so well, yeah, that was the first time I ever heard of it. <clears throat> how, in short, how do I feel about fake meat? Um, I I am I'm I'm in total support of it. I don't. Uh, I don't like really fucking invest in anything, but like uh, maybe not even financially, but just in every sense of the word, like I would like to invest in fake meat of uh, over the past few years, it's become more and more uh, ingrown burp. Sorry. Um, This goddamn (laughs) bubbly water. It's every two minutes. Uh, It's been, there's been so much research and data out there that it's finally making down. It's way down to an idiot like me of like how much water it takes to yeah. make and manufacture the beef that we use, how bad it is to have this many cows <clears throat> on the planet t- farting and taking shits and ruining the ozone. Uh, and then also, I never have seen any animal cruelty stuff, but like, uh, I like, I think that like I, I am. There's a part of me that stays away from it because I'm like, I know if I saw like how chickens are crammed in these farms, uh, like how, how cows are like mistreated or like watch a pig get slaughtered. I, I think I'm a sensitive enough guy that it would really probably bother me. And I, lo- I like the idea of, I still love meat. I eat it all the time, but I love the idea of a healthy alternative that's like helping put the world in a new direction. Um, so I want it to be good. Uh, listen to the Paper Jam p- bonus episode, the Patreon where you eat at KFC. Uh, I have my own thoughts about that. But uh, the Umami Burger, or the that was the first time, at, like in LA, the, there's this Umami Burger place that does Impossible Beef uh, hamburgers, and I thoroughly enjoy them. I would say they're equally as good as a cheeseburger, mm-hmm. but they don't taste like a cheeseburger, and that's right. okay. Yeah. I've eaten that quite a few times and enjoyed myself. I like, so let me, in response to that, let me kind of go off on my uh, old school. Let me, let me step back into character, my vegan, my vegan explanation. Yeah. Because uh, one, 
I like what I'm glad you said that thing about it. It's good. It's not a cheeseburger. Yeah. Something I used to say to people about vegan food and vegetarian food in general is to stop thinking about it as, is it as good as the other thing and start thinking about it as its own like genre yeah. of food. Yeah. Like vegan mac and cheese is just a different, is like a different take on mac and cheese. If you yeah. want it, it's never going to be craft mac and cheese. It's never going to be exactly a burger, but if you, if it tastes good, um, then yeah, that's all that matters. Second thing is that um, places like Umami Burger have done a great job with it because uh, vegan meat plain sucks. Yeah, you were saying that when we fake, were eating like the fake chicken like tender or chicken nuggets. Something when I first went vegan, people would talk about it, it says what's well, a vegan's favorite food, and the answer is sauce. It's like the sauce that that's goes funny. on the meat, the sauce you dip it in. Like really, the secret weapon to all vegetarian food is vegan mayo. That mm. stuff goes along. Long, long, long way. But Mike, I want to know, you got a vegetarian coming to dinner. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you make? Ooh, wow. Um, I, I, uh, that's a very good question. I, I've been messing around the kitchen a little bit more. I do love, so let me think. Uh, I do love, uh, using the air fryer. You have an air fryer, right? No. Really? No. The air fryer has changed my life. It's changed the way I eat vegetables. Uh, because I do, I, I like, I enjoy, I don't, I, I think I, I don't like to say that I don't enjoy vegetables. I, I, I actively avoid saying it because mm. I try to convince myself that I do like them. Cause I do enjoy my life when I've been eating more vegetables and the air fryer has revolutionized. Uh, so I'll throw in some, uh, just a ton of broccoli into the air fryer, maybe do like <clears throat> a little bit of sriracha and like a little bit of like maybe like Parmesan cheese or something, throw that in the air fryer and you have like, it's, it, it makes the broccoli like nice and like crispy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't get rid of any nutritional value. And it, it's like, it's really delicious. So I would maybe do some like roasted vegetables in the, um, in the oven, do some uh, broccoli in the air fryer. But then the real question you're asking is what is the main course? A pasta is very, very simple. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could do even better than that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the entree would be. I guess I, I guess I would do I guess I would do pasta and vegetables, and that sucks. I feel it's yeah, I, it, this I ask because that's usually what happens. It's people like, I don't know what to serve. I feel like people just forget how much stuff <clears throat> is vegetarian. Yeah. It's like, you know, lasagna without meat is vegetarian. Yeah. Mac and cheese, you know. Vegetarian specifically. It like it just has to not be like beef or chicken. Okay. Well, let me get this. Let me let me there's there's a separate conversation here, which is how do you feel about vegetarians versus vegans? And side note, how did you feel about me when I was vegan? <laughs> <laughs> well, Ken, it's time for me to get some shit off my <laughs> chest. Uh I'll never forget my cousin was the first vegan I'd ever met. Like mm-hmm. in the time when veganism was coming out and it was just the joke. Right. Uh, was this like early 2000s? Or? It was, I was young. Uh, yeah, I would say early 2000s. I was That's hardcore. Like 10, 10 or something like that. Um, yeah, and she did the whole thing. She was like, I'm not wearing leather boots anymore. She brought a tofurkey for for Thanksgiving. And I feel bad for her. She's, she's a really brilliant woman. And, uh, <laughs> she, she is, she, she's, she's this poor broadie. <laughs> <Tofurky. laughs> she's uh she's a professor now in, in Boston. Uh, she's really smart. And 
but you know, at the time of the, the Bostonian family, she was like, I made some kale chips. Everyone was like, oh, what is this shit? I don't want this. I had kale chips the other day. They're delicious. Um, it was helpful for me to have a friend like you uh, slide into veganism and vegetarianism because compared to my cousin where it was also false, I was like, no, I'm not going to try the tofurkey. I'm not going to try the kale chips. We would just hang out and we would just drink beers and get like, you know, uh, like, you know, get stuff to eat or something. And I was like, I would find we were doing a lot of the same things sometimes. And then sometimes you would do your vegan option. I was like, oh, it's not all that different. Mm -hmm. So I I really don't have any problem with it. I'm sure at one point in my life, I'll do a plant-based diet. I'm just not there. I nor do I think I'll be there in the next year or so, but I'm very open to it. I, I have a lot of respect for it, but it definitely like I'd be lying if if I said it didn't take me a minute to come around to it. Like it took me having more and more friends become vegan and vegetarian that I was like, this is really not an inconvenience to me at all. And I don't know why I ever made it my problem. I think well, that's the theme that a lot of people do. I want to know, yeah, and just for for people out there who uh, before I move on, I, um to my next question for people out there who want to be vegan or vegetarian. Um, you know, don't do it. Don't fucking your do. friends will be like, what the heck is that shit? Well, dude? That's, good. that's connected to my next question. <laughs> oh. uh, my, uh, just, there's two options. There's the health food, whole food, plant-based diet, which is like eating sweet potatoes and bananas and green juice. And then there's, Eating like a day of cheese pizza and, yeah. you know, having impossible burgers and, you know, honestly, just like eating one less meal of meat a week will help the planet. But, and there's also the difference between eating, eating like, and this is, brings us to Beyond Meat. Beyond Meat, uh, you know, their mission is not to create the healthiest burger. They're trying to get rid of animal agriculture. Yes. Um, which is different, right? Because I've heard, I just remember hearing this guy sitting in a restaurant explain to the waiter who is who had you know poor waiter this guy mansplaining you're actually where the beyond burger is actually unhealthy for you it's actually more processed than perhaps an organic grass-fed slice of beef so um i may be helping the world but i'm not interested in punishing my body and i was like ew who the fuck is this where was Uh, this boston i don't fucking know i think it was new york um but my question to you mike is why are our New England families so afraid of food? <laughs> Why does it keep? It was so funny. Uh, what makes a food yucky? Yeah, uh, my my um. Oh, what did she say? I, I I had a thought. I instantly lost it. My good friend, who's from you might have even been. I don't know if you were there. Uh, she was like um. She was like, I thought I was a picky eater, and then I realized that my. I'm not a picky eater. My dad only eats two foods. Mm-hmm. She was like, my dad won't eat a a plain burger because he said it was too spicy because there was literally <laughs> ground pepper on it. Like, uh, and and you know what? Like, I, I don't know what that is. Like, like I, I had a very, I was very, very, very fortunate. I my mom made dinner all the time. We weren't like a takeout family. We we definitely weren't like a soda family, but. It was a lot of the same thing. It was chicken and mashed potatoes. It was American chop suey, which is just like pasta and meat sauce, essentially. Uh, shepherd's pie, meatloaf, a few things. So my family was not quite like my friend's dad. But but yeah, and then I'm, I, you know, I have expanded my my palate a bit since you know trying new restaurants or meeting friends from different cultures who eat different things. But even like sushi, I used to really not be into sushi, and plenty mm-hmm. of people in New England love sushi, but. I used to really not be into it. And then, 
now I'm eating sushi all the fucking time. I, I got like hand rolls the other day and I was like, wow, I, like I used to not even, I used to like not want fish whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, like, do you think it's cause they're like Irish families or did, like people like didn't have a lot of money and then you teach their kids to make those same few recipes? I don't know. I don't know if it actually has to do with money. Um, obviously it makes sense that if you, you know, poor Irish families eating the same thing all the time, that makes sense. Yeah. You grow comfortable with it. But like, for me, it's a, it's like, a. it seems like a, almost a sort of a sense of conservatism, not political. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, there used to be a point where I'd be like, dad, try this. He'd be like, no, I'm okay. Yeah. 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 And it's, and, and I realize he's not like, it's, he's almost scared. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. And it's it does. almost like to try something new is to be fussy and to be... To like, yes, yes. And to be fussy is to be the worst. Yes. To be to be imposing is really the worst, I think. Yeah. But like, I just... My dad, like, I remember like me being like, try, you know, try this burger. He's like, no, I'm okay. Yeah. I was like, oh. what's the worst? It doesn't taste bad. He's like, it's a, he's afraid. It's like, I have never understood... Well, look... It, it's the same response like if I was to ask my dad to like eat like a crab, like a, a like crab. A, like a like a Polynesian crab dish or something. Be like, <laughs> I don't know, because but like I don't know. It's the new foods. I don't know. I feel like my baseline is changing. Like whether something is just something I've never had versus something that actually is gross. Yeah. Like if someone was like, "You want to try worms?" Yeah. I'd be like, "Oh, this is gonna be gross." But when someone's like, "Try this Thai chicken." Yeah. It's like, oh, that's probably good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. My dad has been better with it. Um, but yeah, I don't know what it is. There's a, this is almost like I have I have this very vivid memory of my uncle being like, oh, because my aunt is vegetarian. She was vegetarian and like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a very normal throat clear, but a different, a different person's voice came out of <laughs> My aunt was vegetarian in the 70s. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, you know, that's way back in the day. Um, and so she's been been made fun of by my uncles for years. <laughs> but, you know, when... For generation, um, decades. A bunch of my cousins have become vegetarian and stuff, too. So at Thanksgiving, there's little cards that mark stuff as vegetarian or vegan. And I just remember one of my uncles being like, oh, God, is the corn vegan, too? <laughs> and I was like, corn has always been vegan. He's like, I don't know if I want it. I don't, I'm not eating I, it. I don't know if I want vegan corn or vegan carrots. <laughs> and being like, the, the carrots have always been vegan. <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny. No, I mean, yeah. You were also the first friend that taught me as well that you were like, I've been vegan for a year. And then I was like, I started gaining a ton of weight. And I was like, why am I gaining weight? When I was like, oh, Oreos and pasta are vegan. Yep. But you can't just eat Oreos and pasta every day. Like Cool Whip is vegan. But if you're eating Cool <laughs> Whip or I think that was, you used an example like that, that I, I think it was Oreos or something. And I was like, oh, yeah. like, it's so when you limit yourself, if you're not super, if you're vegan, but you're not super intentional about it. And it's like, what can I eat? Like, there's nothing stopping you from eating cookies all day long. Yeah. When I was vegan is when I learned to cook. Yeah. That, that was the biggest, uh, and I, I'll, I'll always credit it for that. God bless you, veganism. Oh my God. But Mike, I haven't told you what Beyond Meat does. Well, yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about what this company is and who they are, what they do. So Beyond Meat 
Incorporated engages in the provisions of plant-based meats. Its products include ready-to-cook meat under the brands the Beyond Burger, Beyond Sausage, and Frozen, Ma- uh, and frozen Meat, namely Beyond Chicken Strips and Beyond Beef Crumbles. The company was founded by Ethan Walden Brown and Brent Taylor in 2009 and is headquartered in El Segundo, California. The listed name for Beyond is Beyond Meat Common Stock. Okay. Do you think that some people are listening to this episode because they want it? I just realized also that we're really kind of on the same page of this. Do you think anyone's listening and they're pissed that we they, were hoping we were going to be like, ugh, fuck this shit? I don't know. I feel like the same. That's the comparison I was trying to draw. Why do you think people don't like fake meat? Like, because yeah. the, the, the same reaction people have. Look, I... A little bit in the same way that people said, you won't get the vaccine, but you'll eat Doritos off the ground type thing. <laughs> I feel like I had a moment where I was like, I think broccoli is like, I used to think broccoli is kind of yucky. Yeah. But like broccoli grows from the ground. Yeah. From earth. Yeah. And like, but Doritos are like, like made in like a dirty factory. Yeah. 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 Like, why do I think, why, why do I think this is better? Like even eating, like I've eaten chicken that you bite into and you're like, Oh, is this its head? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you made a good point. And, and I am kind of that person because even like in my answer, I was like, I'm very much a fan that it exists, but have I ever bought it? No, I've never you once. Never, have you ever bought I, I've Beyond? never once bought. Oh, I think wow. maybe once or twice I did. Cause I was having a barbecue and you were coming over. But, and then I was like, someone's like, Hey, you don't want a burger. I'll be like, yeah, don't give me one of those. Give me like, <laughs> like, so I guess, it, I guess to like push myself, like I am kind of like that. I'm like, well, why would I, when I have the alternative to do, to do this? But I don't know. Like, like, I, I don't know. I'll say if you want to explore fake meat, the problem people have is that uh, people set themselves up for failure where like, they're like, I'm on a vegan steak. And you're eating a giant chunk of like gluten tofu or tofu. something. And this is this like steak. The best way to start is to like get like a burger that has like like umami burger or make bolognese with beef crumbles. Yeah. Or make like uh, chicken tacos with a little bit of chicken and make sure there's lots of other stuff. Fake meat shines when in places where meat is part of a meal. Yeah, it doesn't totally shine when meat is the main attraction. But then again, I've eaten so much fake meat. I just have a taste for it. I think the problem with someone like myself is what is I'm on board. I want to save the earth. I want to I I want to reduce uh, like all all this shit, whatever the bad stuff that's happening to the earth. But what is my go to start buying? I I think I just don't have Mm. any incentive to buy beyond meat and cook with it, especially because it's not better for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in some senses it is better for you. If you're eating less meat, it's like, I remember my brother, when I first was vegan, he came to New York, he had a vegan milkshake. He said, so is this healthy? Yeah. Well, no, you're still drinking a fucking milkshake. No, it's still a lot of sugar, but it's not as, as bad. Yeah. You know, it kind of depends. It's dietary stuff. It's better. I don't know. I, I, if you, if you're, if everyone's looking for a place to start, go buy Beyond Meats sausages. Yes, I, I have had those. Are so legit. So that's good, Ken. Keep keep, keep going with this for a second. We got to get to the break, but I want you to leave us with. Give us a, like a cookbook. We should make a paper jam cookbook. What are these? What are these intros in? So you're saying the sausage. Throw some of these sausages in your eggs. What What are some other fun ones? Do you have any ideas? 
Oh, uh, vegan recipes. Uh, oh, get make a easy ever, things. Have you ever uh, easy things? Um, have you ever had larb Thai the Thai dish? Uh, maybe that's this is it's it sounds larb. Look, it's a fancy. It sounds like a weird name. It's really quite a simple thing. You essentially fry little bits of Beyond Meat and then you cover it in soy sauce, chilies, lime, and then just throw a whole bunch of herbs on top of Ooh. it. And it's like a very fresh. Nice. Um, uh, look, smash burgers, smash burgers with impossible meat, 10 out of 10. Really? Thin, crispy in a pan. Lots. Any, if you cook fake meat with lots of fat and then like something like, uh, like, you know, if you make a uh, thin too, thin, thin, crispy fat. Yeah. That's going to get you to a place that your brain likes in general. Plus you'll realize too, with fake meats, how much of what you like actually has nothing to do with the flavor of the meat. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like chicken nuggets. What you actually like is the breading. Yeah. And the yeah. texture, you know, which, which we learned. Yeah. On, on the Patreon of doing that, like I thought it was also a, a good comment you made of, uh, we were eating these, uh, beyond chicken nuggets. And it's like, Oh, these kind of taste weird. It's like, but let's really disassociate from our history of eating chicken nuggets and really think if you never had a chicken nugget, what biting into that fucking thing would taste like. Yeah. It's not necessarily good. The fried outside and the sweet and sour sauce makes it good. Yeah, man. I, I'll leave you on this. I didn't eat meat for seven years. Yeah. And then I started eating meat. And the first thing, the first visceral takeaway I had was, Oh, wow. Chicken all tastes the same. Yeah. Like there's roast chicken and there's chicken with sauces, but like your brain is, is almost too, once you eat meat all the time and I've done it now, you almost tune out the flavor of meat yes. and are tasting all of the additions, like the is seasoning. It broiled, the seasoning, like a huge component of that. And you can do the same thing. If you just like, people want to know how can vegans eat fake cheese and fake meat? You just eat that for a year, your brain just acclimates. Yeah, 100%. And it starts tasting good. I will say, different conversation, vegan dairy, that's a hard one. Yeah. Vegan dairy's got a long way to come. Vegan cheese, like I, I one time bought, accidentally tried to make, uh, I, I was trying to make Amanda a nice dinner and I wanted to make... Um, I wanted to make garlic bread with the mozzarella on top, and I accidentally bought nut cheese. And she was like, "It's okay, I like that." And I was like, "This shit is disgusting. It's totally different. It's, it's not even is that bad." But that on the don't make garlic bread with a full no. layer of mozzarella nut cheese. It's disgusting. Yeah, and this look uh, a whole different podcast. If you want to talk about veganism, if you're interested in being vegan, just hit me up in the DMs. I can give you some advice on how to fucking do it the real way, dogs. <laughs> I don't know, just not the real way, in an approachable way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Look. Vegan food thrives generally when it's trying, and Beyond has done a good job of this, when it's trying to replace shitty things. Yeah. Like McDonald's. Yeah. KFC. Like, oh, I don't know, KFC, yeah, maybe. But, um, hey. but I don't know. Like, the best, the best cheap vegan cheese you can get is fake American cheese. Yeah. Fake oily yeah, shit. As if that's fucking real food. <laughs> like, that's the biggest problem we have is like, we act like this shit that we're fucking pouring down our maw is real food <laughs> and it's not real food. And why we eat it is beyond me, beyond meat. And we'll see what happened with our investment in beyond meat. When we come back from Have the break. break. <laughs> and welcome back from the break. Hey, welcome back in the break. <laughs> Great break. How would you rate the break? Best break we've ever taken. Um, we actually, you know, 
even when we've done them in person, like the break has been like, ah, let's have a cup of coffee, sit on the couch, chat. This time we took a legit break. We went for a walk out in the night air. We had a good chat about life, about investing. We did. We had an actual real conversation about investing. I'm not going to share what we talked about because this is not an investing advice podcast, but we were actually like, hey, this thing is, this stock market thing is fucking crazy, huh? Like, (laughs) um, and we went for a walk, uh, and yeah, sometimes like when we do it on Zoom, we both like run away to different rooms. It was ex- it was nice to because we went out. We were gonna get more seltzer waters. Uh, I think I've talked on the show that I'm I'm doing a, a sober thirty to start off the new year. So I was like, oh, I watched the Patriots game the other day. We got some non-alcoholic beers. I was like, we have those left. And you were like, you know what? As a it, were we wait were we talking about these on the show? It's much in the same way that. I, when I was vegan, was like, well, if you're going to do fake meat, let me show you this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, you had old duels, and I was like, my, 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 my boy. Old duels sucks. Old duels sucks. Let me show you uh, athletic, what is it? Athletic brewing. Athletic brewing. So uh, this is not sponsored content. Um, but yeah, I, I stopped drinking, and, and I, I don't mind. I've actually been enjoying myself, but the things that do suck when you're not drinking is like, of the, the Patriots were in the playoffs. It was like mm. the, the Super Bowl. It's like I usually time the sober 30 to like stop at the Super Bowl. Uh, that's a shitty time to not have beers. But what I learned last year was oh, I yeah. was like Bud Light Zero. Bud Light has a fake non-alcoholic beer. Heineken Zero has a really good one. But even those are kind, they're pretty good, but they're kind of just okay. But you were talking about, this is like a fucking IPA. This one's a Pilsner. Golden, yeah. I think it is supposed to be like a pale ale type thing. Yeah. But it's good. Dave Chang, who invested in Possible, also invested in these. They're great if you're looking for a good. Now, I'll say, you know how I said with vegan meats, it's, you know, crispy, fatty, saucy. The best the best way to enjoy non-alcoholic beer is cold. Yeah, of cold, course. Cold, cold, yeah, cold. Oh, cold. yeah. For, uh, ice. <laughs> freezing. Uh, and Ken, you know, when we do... Um, some of these people don't listen to the the Paper Jam uh, Patreon bonus episodes, but we do a lot of like fast food reviews and restaurants and sodas and Starbucks. <clears throat> you usually are like, a, I want to eat it and drink it before the show. Think about it. Think about it. Bring my thoughts. Whereas I on the on the bonus episodes, I like to like do it in the moment. So I'm gonna do it in the moment now. I'm, oh, you haven't tasted it yet. I have not tasted it yet. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's let's give it a shot. Wow. I don't really even notice a difference. There, there's like, there was a, I, I got like one of the, uh, Amanda picked up from a, there's like a very LA, like sober Silver Lake store. It's mm-hmm. like a sober cocktail store. They yeah. have non-alcoholic craft beers. So I don't like mocktails, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure you don't. Um, Try a cucumber mint bath. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. That's, for cocktails, I'm always like, it's weird. It's like, you could just look cocktails don't taste good to begin with. Yeah, exactly. It's like the point of putting cranberry in the, is to, so you don't taste the vodka. They're like a mojito. It's like, try a mojito without the gin. That's like, I don't want that. I don't want a cucumber fucking water with leaves. Um, but she bought like a, a Brooklyn, Brooklyn brewing does like an Amber and I tasted it and I was like, this is good. It, it really tastes exactly like beer, but it's like you sip it. It's like beer, 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 water. Like at the last right. second, it kind of tasted a little bit like water. This maybe doesn't have like a the bite of like beer, but it 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 this is probably the best one I've had yet. It really just tastes like uh not a pilsner, it tastes like an IPA. Like it tastes like a craft, a craft beverage. They've really done a good job of mimicking the hops. Like, I mean mimicking. They put a lot of hops in it. 
Um, and but it's it's light sometimes with O'Doul's or even the Brooklyn or the Bud Light or the Heineken Zero. Sometimes I have a feeling like I just drank a bucket of wheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it has that really malty flavor. This is much more like crisp, cool, refreshing light. Yeah, friend of the pod, Stefan Stansfield from the the infamous Coca Cola episode, which everyone knows. Famously, when wait, we there was in- a Coca Cola episode. <laughs> I, are you serious? No, the reason I say it's one of is the first ones because there's only one product I remember from that episode. Oh, what the fucking Pepsi, Pepsi Mango? I my mind. That's the Pepsi episode. <laughs> No, we we had to invest in Pepsi separately. But he famously, in high school, was like, uh, we, we were having beers. And so I was like, hey, Stan, so do you want a beer? He's like, got to love that bread soda. Like, <laughs> it is fucking bread soda. Um, but yeah, and, and, and we already kind of talked about this. I don't think you can answer this for me. But if not me doing the Sober 30 and not drinking, I, I love drinking beer and especially love drinking beer with my friends. So it's nice to have the non-alcoholic beer if my friends are having beers and I can do that. And it's fun that you're saying Roy Choi, Roy Choi? No. Dave Chang. Dave Chang, sorry. Um, is put like in New York, they're putting these in bars. Like oh, that yeah. would solve a lot of problems for a ton of people. Um, but I don't think you can answer the question for me. But my thing is, is I've been drinking more of these every once in a while And I keep Googling, it's like, is non-alcoholic beer bad for you? And a lot of things are like, no, 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 it's actually healthy, it's hydrating, and it's like, some athletes drink it after a workout, but I can't tell if that's bullshit. No, that's bullshit. I mean, it's just like, is a vegan milkshake good for you? Yeah. No, milkshakes in general, even if they're made vegan, are bad for you. Like, Yeah. But a beer, like, this is like, is it better than drinking a soda? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem is with the non-alcoholic beer is like part of the Sober 30 also is that I'm like at the end of 30 days, I would like to be in significantly better shape. So it's like, is the non-alcoholic beer something I can do every day? It's like drinking water. It's like just because it doesn't have alcohol, you shouldn't be drinking them every night. And I'm nervous because since the Patriots game on Sunday, I've been having non-alcoholic beer every day. I look, I, 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 I'm on the mind that it, it's better for you. What will happen is that, like when I when I first when I first stopped drinking, I drink a bunch of these. Eventually, you'll, there'll be a day where you drink six of them. You go yuck, and then yeah. you just it's fine. It's like it's like it's like it's like you know celery or whatever. It's like eat a eat a gallon of it. <laughs> like <laughs> eat a, yeah, it's fine. Look, if if it helps you, that's what people are like. Actually, you shouldn't be eating a bunch of tofu. It's like, look, if this person used to eat a bunch of fast food, them eating a shit ton of tofu is not great, but it's better than eating a shit ton of Taco Bell all day. Yeah, that's true. So I say if you get it, if you like drinking non-alcoholic beers, the things that has the most calories in a beer is alcohol. So, I mean, I could be wrong about that, but. Um, no, it's true. And you're waking up without the hangover. It's it's nice. I'm, I'm enjoying go it. Go wild. Who gives a shit? I think I might go wild. But, well, Ken, uh, we invested in Beyond Meat. Uh, for an entire week, uh, I, the non-alcoholic beers have the 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 substitute beers have been doing me well. I want to see if this Beyond Meat is doing me just as many favors. Mike, cue that drum roll. Hit it. Last week, our money was in Nike, and we had seven thousand two hundred thirty-one dollars and twenty-one cents, twenty cents. And this week, we lost $275.14 bringing us down to $6,956.06 Mike, we've officially entered the 6,000 club. God fucking damn it! (laughs) 
6,001. I wanted to do a spit take so bad. I was about to spit the fake beer all over my couch. I decided not to. $6,956.06. This show stinks. No one's learning anything. How? I I feel like we used to always bounce back. And are, are we just still plummeting down? What the hell is happening? I wonder if right now we are catching the slump of post COVID growth for a lot of companies. Yeah. Of sort of the reality of of post COVID world existing. There was a bunch of companies that rocketed off. I mean, right now, currently, the reason it's we lost money, Beyond Meat is one of the most shorted stocks in the entire stock market. For if you don't know, a short is when someone makes money when the stock loses value. They are betting against the company. The main reason being. Uh, Beyond Meat was growing, growing, growing. Huge, Proje- COVID, huge COVID stock. Projected to make a lot of money, didn't make as much money. And honestly, places like Chipotle are making their own fake meat in house. Yeah, they're not buying Beyond. Beyond Meat had a huge, huge surge at the beginning. It's a rule of business: if you can be first to market, you get that advantage. You know, you're then you're the, the household name. Uber, first to market on that product. Yeah. Um, Google, I think, is one of the big first to... Maybe there's other search engines, Ask Jeeves. Um, but I'm trying to think of other Did big, huge first to market products. Any Lots of lots of Band-Aid, like lots of... Yeah. <laughs> lots of things that are household names are usually the first to market. Kleenex. Beyond Meat was first, first to market, but now Impossible is going to IPO, and there's tons and tons of competition now in the fake meat space. And honestly... Investors are saying maybe this the interest in fake meat was a fad. It would appear, according to Beyond Meat sales data, that lots of people bought Beyond Meat once or twice and then never bought it again. Tried it out. We're like, oh, 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 Beyond oh, 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 Meat, oh, oh, oh. I'll have a burger. Oh, that was pretty good. I'll buy it again. And then they just stopped thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I did buy that. In that story, I said where I bought you Beyond Burgers... I did that probably like two years ago and have never done it since. Yep. So I, that, that does make sense. I mean, like <clears throat> this fucking stock market, dude, it, it's, it's, I mean, it, the problem is, is that people are investing the way someone stupid like me would invest. Of like, <laughs> it is a good idea. Like think like people are like the earth is ending. We need better solutions to meet. Uh, I know it's not going anywhere. This beyond meat thing, they're going to be the first to market. Like I should invest in that. Then four years later, you know what I mean? It's like impossible. This, that. It's like, okay, well, I actually don't need to invest in that. It, it's like, I can see why it was so exciting. And then why would it monopolize the 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 fake meat industry? Why wouldn't Chipotle just make their own fake meat? They just find mm-hmm. the fucking recipe. Like, yeah. That's what I always wonder with all this stuff of like the secret, the, like this. No one makes it like KFC. It's like, why don't they just steal the fucking recipe? That's a bad example because they hide the recipe. You well, know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, I mean, some people are partnering, right? Um, impossible. Uh, Ingrobert. Impossible. Ingrobert. You know, these these fake beers, they sure do still have carbonation. Impossible played the slow game. Yeah. Beyond Meat rushed to market. Yeah. Um, tried to get it in stores. They had a giant bump. But Impossible, just so you know, uh, the difference between strategies from the beginning. Yeah. Well, that's not totally true. Nope. Yeah, it is. Sorry, I just mixed up huh? what I was going to say. Uh, anyway, skip. I'm Impossible not, brain. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not what I meant. Ingrown brain. Beyond Meat wanted Editing to sell to... Con- right. Beyond Meat wanted to sell to consumers. Impossible wanted to sell to McDonald's. 
Mm. Impossible has always been about getting in the industrial food. Yeah. Replacing industrial agriculture. Beyond Meat wanted to be in grocery stores. And so Impossible struck that deal with the Impossible Whopper. I don't know if you've ever had that. We almost did that for this episode, but we couldn't because it's impossible. It's not beyond. But well, they're going to IPO soon, and we'll go do that. <laughs> the, uh, impossible. Do you think but they beyond will? just is paired? And it's interesting. I saw this beyond paired with McDonald's. The McPlant, McPlant as you told me. Uh, beyond Meat is based out of Segundo, El Segundo. Mm-hmm. The McDonald's in El Segundo sells the McPlant. Really? Yeah. You're here for three weeks, baby. Let's get the fucking McPlant. Sounds good. <laughs> El Segundo is fun. It's nice. It's the second. Uh-huh. Doesn't Segunda mean second? Uh, we won't Google it. <laughs> I don't know. Don't Google it. Write in! Google it in post. Uh, or write us in. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, enough about the Impossible Burger. Yeah, the, beyond, I don't know. Like, are we reaching the end of these COVID stocks? Is the market going down? Is it, Peloton's it's ha- is it happening go, now? Peloton's going to crash. I bet. Whole Foods will crap. Maybe not Whole Foods. Whole Foods is now Amazon, I guess. Yeah. But like all of these companies, I bet like alcohol companies will taper off. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. There's these big booms that like are unrealistic. Right? Yeah. And well, that's a fucking crazy thing about the market is, yeah, it's just like aimlessly trying to either follow these booms or buying in on these booms and getting pissed when they fall apart. It's like... You invested in the in an idea and not in an actual company. AMC being a perfect fucking example. Mm-hmm. It's not like these movies are making any more fucking money. It's not that, that GameStop is actually improving. Like that's what I'm always curious about. If you're if you're, do you have any idea about this? If you're on the board of GameStop and it's like irrelevant to like for some reason people are short in the stock or whatever, and these people are the 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 apes or whatever are making our stock is higher than ever. Does it change the way they are making? Do they capitalize? You capitalize on that moment, I guess, right? Is that it's actual a, more money you can spend? I think so. It's an influx of capital and valuation, but yeah, I, th- I mean, yeah, it depends on who. It depends on if they're getting the money. That's a good question. I will look into that. I think so. I though. would love for a fucking if anybody listens to this piece of shit show and you have someone. They don't even have to be in comedy. Someone remotely funny who works in finance. Please like introduce us. I was talking to a comedian friend a while ago and he was like, you know what you got to do on your show is you got to have a comedian like finance guy. Like, um, um, uh, like we couldn't think of anybody who's like in that space. I would love to have someone that kind of knows what they're talking about. Uh, I just Googled, do companies make money when people trade stocks? I <laughs> will figure it out later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, like, I just read that paragraph and like, Meh. see, you, you kind of, and, and the dynamic of this show, you kind of sit in that finance seat because you went to business school. Well, here's but, what I, here's and then what, moments like this happen. And you don't know shit, Ken. You don't well, know any more than me. Well, here's what I don't know. When a company does an initial public offering, that is to raise money. An IPO. An IPO. Uh, I prefer an IPA. Hey! Uh, But that is the company selling stock. So they are directly getting the money that people pay for that stock. What I don't know, and I don't like when an investor buys that stock and the value of it goes up and they trade it, does the company technically have that money? that's what I don't know. That's what I don't understand. Like, what, what would you do with that? Don't they only, I, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, I think companies only make money when they issue new shares 
or they do a buyback of shares, then issue them at different prices, do splits. Yeah, that that makes sense. Because then also it's like you you do an IPO because you believe that your company is worth something. Right. And then the, it starts increasing because more people are buying it. You think it's because the company is doing better. But when you blatantly know that it's all bullshit, like AMC and GameStop, it's like, who fucking cares? Do you even change what you're doing? I suppose, look, Ty T.Y. made Beanie Babies. They sold them for an initial price. But then did they make money when Beanie Babies were traded secondhand? No. That's true. But they did make money when they probably sold, when they knew. When they, they found were, out about it and they were selling more babies. New ones that were at higher price points. Anyways, we lost $275. Ugh, and but, we're in the goddamn 6000 Club. This stinks. And it, yeah, look, it, what really sucks too is like investor bandwagon. Like someone, what, what's the person's name? It's uh, some big, some big Jim Chanos, Jim Chanos, mm. big fame short seller lined up a bearish bet against the stock. So it's like Warren Buffett or some, someone big going to bat and be like, let's short this thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that people fought against in GameStop, like you were brought up. Yeah. But, you know, so once that starts happening, then it starts. And then, then the advice is short beyond meat. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. And they're kind of fucked. But then again, maybe it's right. Maybe sometimes the market... That's what they say. The market always is right. Like maybe Beyond Meat is leveling out to where it's at, which is that it's a pretty standard company that makes a product. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I don't understand why they're not just a subsidiary of a larger company. They feel like the yeah, way- Yeah, why, yeah. There's a lot of companies like that that I'm, I see on here of like, yeah, why is Beyond a public, and why is it not owned by fucking like Kraft Heinz? It probably will not be them. at some point. Um, yeah. But who knows? It's harder to buy out a company that's public, though, right? Can you buy out a company that's public? Buy it out? Yeah. 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 If you buy over 50% of the stock. Okay. Then you have control. Okay. Damn. I don't know. Well, so Beyond is tanking. We'll see what happens with Impossible. That'll be exciting. Who knows when that's going to happen? Hey, and look, in terms of business strategy, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike. Are you ready to play a game? Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, sure. I, I, why not? Mike, this is what I call another classic twist on my true or false or can Ugh. you guess which is which game. <laughs> this is called Real or Fake, Fake Meat Edition. Oh, Real or Fake Meat. I have got 10 names of companies that make fake meat products. Oh, this is good. All the way from big to small. Okay. So you have to understand, some of these companies are like, uh, big production houses that make like cheap shit that are like, this is just chicken. Yeah. yeah. To small uh, Brooklyn based, we are only in a couple restaurants. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready, baby. Tell me if this fake meat is real or fake. <sighs> Sun Valley Farms. Real. That is a fake, Fuck. fake meat. Ridiculous meats. Real. It sounds like Brooklyn, like. That is a fake. God fake damn it. Meat. <laughs> Wacky Hanks organic soy tubes. Oh, I'm going to pray that that's real. Just because I don't think you would do three fakes in a row. That is a fake. God damn it. Fake meat. Now, Plant Man. I think it's fake, but now it'd be four fakes in a row. Plant Man? Real. That is a fake. Fuck it. Fake meat. It appears that you are being fooled by the (laughs) fake meat, which means it's working. (laughs) I am being fooled by the fake meat. Next up, oops, all rubber. 
That's fake. Correct. That is a fake, fake meat. Uh, Garden grill. Real? That is a fake. God damn damn it. (laughs) Better bite. Real. Mike, that is a fake. God. How many is this? Eight? (laughs) Number eight. Hail Satan. (laughs) Satan? Is there fun in there? Hail Satan. Like Satan, like the uh, wheat protein. Uh, Fake. That is a fake. Okay. Fake meat. Dumpy pig. <laughs> That's fake. Fake. Dumpy pig. And of course, before the butcher. <laughs> before, before the butcher? Uh-huh. Fake. That is real! Oh, yes! <laughs> I was like, uh, halfway through, I was like, have we ever done like a full fake out? And I was like, oh, and then on eight, I was like, I'll just give it to him. He did a good job with the full. But before the butcher? That's fucking, no. Before the butcher is the only real one in that Oh, list. God damn it. And there I wasn't was even a baby, them, baby bumpkins in there. I was going to make them all fake in honor of the fake. Me. Yeah, the fake out. Whoa! Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. What's going coming on? in, coming in, coming in. It's another segment called Fake Meat or Fake News. Oh! Like, unlike true or false, then you don't have to tell me if it's true or false. You have to tell me if this is a fake meat and all of the fake meats here are real fake meats or if it's a fake news story okay impossible whopper fake news story uh, no is, oh. is it fake meat or fake news the impossible it's, whopper it's fake meat correct yeah. president biden is allergic to shellfish oh um fake you can't be the president to have allergies that's like that. fake news <laughs> field roast sausages it's fake meat. That's fake meat. The, the goal is to determine if you can figure out if I'm telling you a fake meat or a news story that isn't real. Some people, this game might be easier than you think, Mike. Nancy Pelosi took out a sword at a hearing. It's fake news. Steve. <laughs> You know, we're talking about Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon butt chugged a Gatorade <laughs> in front of the Supreme Court. Fake news. Beyond meat. Fake, that's fake meat. You got that one 100% oh, right. Wow. That game came out of nowhere. <laughs> Steve Bannon butt chugging a beer. A uh, Gatorade. A ice Gator- cold. Oh, ice cold. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm crying. That was a good. That was a good game, Ken. <laughs> yes, I'm glad you got fake meat. You, you really shined in this episode. I don't know if people we re- fucking care or remember that we trade episodes every week, and your your response this week you knocked out of the park. This is great. Oh, thank I learned, you, man. I learned a little bit. This one lined up uh, with my interests. <laughs> uh, no, I mean this this one was great. Um, I learned a little bit about fake meat and how my lab. My closing question on this is: I remember. I don't know if this is still... Oh, my God. I don't know why I, that last game really killed me. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if this was the full intention, but I remember you were, like, vegan for a long time. And then a while ago, you were like, I'm going to take a break from drinking. And if you're like, I'm not, if I'm not drinking, I'm going to eat meat again. I'm, yeah, I want to, like... I can't have the beer, I might as well have the wings. Yeah, like, I got to give myself, like, I got to give myself a little something. How are you liking it? It's been a little while now. Uh, you know what? It's... Uh, it sucks. <laughs> no, the, the transitional period is always extreme. Yeah, I'll say that when I I was eating just like Taco Bell a lot. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. fast food. But then mm-hmm. I've, I've evened out to like you know I'm back to the place of like I'm liking it. Um, you know I really I used to really miss um, 
having a beer. <laughs> Ingrown burp. That was that, that was that was grown, baby. That was real grown. That was grown. We'll check to see if we can hear that on the microphone. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not either. I don't think so. But uh, <laughs> this is disgusting. Yeah, this is, we should really stop drinking carbonated beverages actively <laughs> yeah. on the show. So, please. <laughs> no, I like it, man. It's uh, you're enjoying it's, yourself. You know what? It's different, but then you acclimate. What's the cut of meat that you're enjoying the most these days? Is it a chicken? Is it a steak? Are you going? You know, I used to enjoy steak a lot, but if you eat a lot of steak, you start getting hot and feeling sick. You know know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. I really, really forgot how much I like high quality. I don't mean high quality. I just mean fresh. $10,000 cuts. Not high quality. Fresh cut at the deli turkey. Oh hell, fucking yeah! Like not you're, buying. You, boy, you're talking deli meats. Yeah, uh, you're talking to the king of the prince of fucking deli. Deli meats, here. meats are my favorite meat. Hell, fucking hands yeah! Down, getting fresh cut at the at the deli. Oh my god, walk walking home like, hey, quarter pound of that smoked turkey. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me a little get a little bite of that fucking like buffalo turkey sliced. My mom, that was the best in the summertime. She would just get like nice rolls. Good oh, cheese and stop yes. and shop or no market basket only did this weird sliced buffalo turkey. You had that buffalo turkey mayo fucking barbecue chips. Ah, oh, great these, answer. One of these days we just gotta like say like it's not an episode about stock. We're putting on pause and just do <laughs> sandwiches. Sa- just do sandwiches. <laughs> Maybe we'll do, hey, maybe we'll do that for the Patreon. You're here for a few weeks, so let's go to Gelson's. Let's hit that. Uh, oh. Let's do that. Let's hit that deli. Simple, simple, like Utz thin chips, a soft Ooh. white bread, just a slice of like white cheddar, a little bit of mayonnaise and mustard, some turkey, and just let let the white bread and the cheese stick to the roof of your mouth. Oh, God. I don't uh, like it, but it happens. It does. It does happen. <laughs> well, tune in next week or sometime in the future. Uh, you guys can find these bonus episodes at patreon.com slash the paper jam pod uh, where we're maybe we're going to do sandwiches next week. We're about to do an episode where we review the impossible chicken at KFC. This was the Beyond Meat episode. It was a really fucking great one. Ken, thanks so much for being on the show today. <laughs> You're on it every week. I don't know what's going on with me. So see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at the Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Audio.